Yes, people's hundred. What? <clears throat> we'll go again. <laughs> yes, people, it's episode 144 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff, obviously. How are you doing? Are you doing well? Are you good? Yeah? I'll give you a little minute or two just to tell me how you are. I'll listen. Go on, just try it. Just try talking to yourself into a phone. That's what I do every week, and um, I'm normal. But um, how are you all doing? It's um, it is the Sunday. It's Sunday the. I'm trying to get my watch down. Sunday the twenty seventh of October, the day before we fly away for our mini moon, which is just the most ridiculous name for something. Just it's a honeymoon. It's our first honeymoon. We're having two. We have a mini moon and the proper one. It's, it's just, um, I didn't want to use the word mini moon, but I said, just it seems that it's an accepted term. People know what it is. It got to a point where I didn't want to use mini moon, but then each time I described what I was doing, people just go, oh, a mini moon. So, no, yeah. So, what are you doing? Are you going away after? You went, yeah, you know, just going away for a week, pretty short after, and then. Going to Marrakesh, then going to Bali after. Oh, right, so Marrakesh is like your mini moon. Is this a thing? I literally only found out about mini moon once I booked this, but yeah. Going to Marrakesh should be good. I've already been told things to look out for, good and bad. Focus on the good. Apparently, there's a dish called a chicken pastille that I need to just get involved in. It's got like chicken, almonds cinnamon in pastry it sounds amazing sounds like the type of thing i could eat for breakfast lunch and dinner and i will i kind of become quite obsessive over stuff when i go on holiday because i know like i'm not gonna have a chance to get it again you know say if i have like a milkshake from a certain restaurant or a takeaway place like, right we've got to find a way of going back there another time before we leave because i'm not going to get to do it again so um We'll see. I see how addicted I get these chicken pastilles. But um, sat in the car outside my mum's house with my hamstring vibrating. Played football this morning, one four three, and pulled both my hamstrings. Now I've now the muscles have relaxed. My right one I think was just cramp. My left one, oh boy! And now I'm gonna have to sit in a Ryan Air flight for three and a half hours, hoping that my hamstring doesn't go boom. You know when you your hamstrings go dodgy, you have to like kick your leg out straight. There is no kicking your leg out straight on the Ryanair flight. So we see how that goes, man. See how that goes. But Ryanair, you robbing bastards! I I hate this airline so much. Um, I don't know how to even describe. Them. I don't know what a metaphor is, but we all know that they just add another charge and another charge, but. It's silly. We tried, like, checking in. They send you an email, go, hey, do you want to check in? It's like, yeah, sure. Save money. Check in now. It's like, brilliant. Then you click on to check in. It's like, how much is it? It's like, oh, as you're checking in early, there's a charge. So, like, okay, there's an early check-in charge. All right, so when do I check in? I will let you know. 48 hours before the flight. But if you try to check in, like, six hours before the flight... That will cost you fifty pounds. It's like what? Mhm. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, 
um, booking flight, board, sorry, um, checking in yesterday within the free window. And it's like, yeah, so um, would you like to be sat together? It's like, what, what kind of question is that? We booked the flight together on the same booking. Yeah, but would you like to be sat together? Yes. Okay, then you can reserve your seats together from £4. Can I find these £4 seats anyway? No. £7. And there was, uh, there was a £5, £7 and £9. I think we went for the £7 seating together. I think so. It was... And it, it random if you don't sit together, it randomly allocates. But it doesn't randomly allocate where you can see where it's done it. It's just and you go, Oh, I'm not sure if I like how we've been allocated there, so I'll go for the page one. It's just nope. Either pay or lucky dip. Full lucky dip. And you find out one of you sat at the front of the plane, the other one sat like on a different plane, going to a different city. <laughs> so I don't know. Ended up paying like an extra £32 for us to sit together for both flights. It's an absolute joke. Absolute joke. Paid over £500-odd to that Ryanair. Makes you feel sick. They'll probably charge you every step of the way. You know, you order like a panini mid-flight just as you're taking off. You get it as you're landing. Molten cheese on your chin. They don't even clean the planes. Many times I've been on a Ryanair flight and the plane hasn't even been cleaned. Just come back from that place. Bam. Get get them off. Get them on. There's talk of um, them considering like the long haul market. Please don't do that. For everyone's sake. For your own business sake. And just for customers. Don't. Don't do it. Please. 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 But um, what has been going on in the world? Um, I don't. I don't know what's going on. Let's talk about my life a bit more before we go into the world. This week, what have I done? Um, what did I do? Played, did it gig on Wednesday? Actually, wait. Let's go back from Sunday. I realised the last podcast recorded between gigs on a Sunday. I had a comedy brunch um, earlier in the day. Later on that, that day, it was Ori Stardust, just like that tour, came to Camden. Um, I opened for him, Tanya Moore was hosting a Jay Amore, um, Jay Amore performing music after. That's this really amazing thing. I don't want to tell you, but they told us to film it, so I guess they wanted us to share it. I didn't film it, but I'll tell you about it. Um, he does this thing where he just basically watches the gig, and then he just kind of summarises what's happened in the night through song. And it's very funny. Very, very funny. And the whole night was amazing. Great night. Um, I didn't absolutely kill it. But I did well. <laughs> it was good. I didn't murder it. Um, you know you know when you've murdered. I didn't murder it. It was both good. It was fun. Um, and then Wednesday, you sat... Um, sit up the creek once to watch competition on Wednesday. Didn't place in that, didn't go through, but it's all right. Then, um, then yeah, Friday, as in Streatham, bangers, three, and sharing the stage with uh, Mr. Blair, Victor Daniels, me, um, Fumbi on Mateo, um, Shabba, 
Listy Ethnic and Trix and the host, obviously Curtis Walker, which was amazing to actually be on the same stage as Curtis Walker because he is one of the old school legends. Real McCoy, blouse and skirt. These things I grew up watching as a kid. Um, that's before I even crossed my mind to do comedy. But, you know, these guys are... It's like, oh my God, you're the guy for TV. It's that. And then, boom! Sharing the stage with the guy. And it's really fun. And he's just, just a really nice guy. I wish I just took more photos backstage. Ori was there as well. Um, but it was just fun. It was a nice vibe. Junior Booker was there as well. Yeah, it's a nice vibe there. You know, they were on there just hanging out and chilling. It was fun, man. And then um, I had to get the train home. And selfishly, you know, when you find out that your train's not running properly because someone, there's a collision with a train. The person's on the track and there was a collision. So, so he's dead. Because I don't know anyone who's collided with a train and not died. I'm not just saying, you know. Train versus man, I'm back in train every time. So if you're going to say a man, someone collided with a train, just say they died. If you're not going to give the details that they died, then don't say you got a collision with the train. Just say there's other stuff on the track. Signal failure. Which someone told me works for TFL. That signal failure isn't always a signal failure. And sometimes you as a passenger, you, we don't want to know what is actually going on. It's best we just hear signal failure and get pissed off. As he was saying, some of the madness... That is happening. It make people not want to get on the tube. So, so yeah, just go signal failure. But um, what else be going on? This oh, I've yawned so much. It's that Halloween. That's how I was at Halloween party yesterday. Dressed as the Grim Reaper. This was fun. Uh, Naomi's dressed as a clown, but like uh, that kind of like Pennywise the clown. But, yeah, just a darker clown. And uh, it was fun, man. It was fun. Very fun party. Shout out to all the people who went to that. But um, <clears throat> the podcast. What's been going on this week? What's been going on? Um, so always, always with the sanitary towel, taking away the, the feminine symbol, the female symbol, and it upset. A small number of people in the trans community that the symbols on there, and you know, gender fluid, non-binary community. It affected some people in that group, and I think someone tweeted, "Why have you got this symbol on your sanitary products?" It got seventeen likes on Twitter, seventeen, and then always went, "Oh no, shit, let's get rid of it." And I don't get Because if that's the sign for biological sex, not gender, then the sign's the sign, isn't it? So anyone that was biologically a woman. Mm. Which makes you think... Um, Well, I just, I just, I just start daydreaming there. Can't, can't lie, guys. I'm really tired. <laughs> what was I saying? I was saying about the sign, this, um, the symbol. I mean, it's not even a symbol for 
for fem for um, female, it's just a symbol for Venus, isn't it? It's like a star symbol. And the other one that men have is for Mars. So it doesn't actually mean anything. I just I just don't get why it's a big deal. Otherwise, it's a big deal for people want to use it, and it has a symbol on it. It's not an offensive symbol. That's what I don't get. Like if it was a symbol that was like, you know, fuck you LGBTQ community, I get it. But it's just a symbol that goes, eh, women. You know what I mean? Like the symbol hasn't been used to oppress anyone. Well, I, I don't know. So you had so you had like seventeen people, seventeen people like that. But then you have like loads of people don't even use sanitary towels, getting angry about it, going, oh, push their agenda. Here's my thing. Um, I'm going to carry on not buying sanitary towels. That's my protest. I'm protesting always. I'm boycotting them. I'm going to stop using their products. That's what you do. If you're upset, if one party's lobbied your favourite company to do something you don't want that company to do, then how about you boycott that company and then the company will go, don't shit. Let's put those signs back up. But the reason is because no one actually cares that the symbol's gone. They wouldn't have noticed if the symbol was gone and they didn't announce it. Maybe that's what they should have done. That was the compromise. Take the symbol off. So no, I don't think there's anyone out there who's seen a sanitary towel as a guy and going, are these for me? <laughs> like, there's no real confusion. Mm, in the feminine product aisle. Okay. Are these for me? That's the thing, actually. What always has removed it. Cool. Brilliant. But if I go to Tesco website, let's, let's check the websites. I want to do an online shop. Groceries. Because it's not homeware. And if I say... Uh, is there categories? Uh, let's see. Shuffle groceries. Right, here you go. Here's the health and beauty. Then, what's it under? Anything that says women's toiletries, sanitary protection. See? So there's going to be some people that, I don't identify as a woman, so I'm not using these sanitary products. It's like, cool. I don't identify as a woman. I'll still wear women's earrings if they're studs. You think I care? I'm offended. This diamond's called Princess Cut, but I'm I'm a prince. No, you're not. You're not even. You're not even remotely rural. You're not even a farmer. You're not even a farm hand. Like you're a prince. Like stop it. I just don't get it. You're gonna start call things like. Like Femme Fresh, is that gonna have to lose its name? But again, I don't I actually don't care because I'm not I'm not using any of these products. Someone who took man size out of Kleenex. We just feel that man's man size excludes women from using bigger tissues. I don't think it does. You need to have a cut of jeans called boyfriend cut. It's like it's just not that deep. People can work it out, right? Oh, I don't know. I'll get off my eye horse. Um, what else happened? 
What's happening in the news? In the news this week. And EU stuff that I haven't followed about Brexit. Don't think it's happening yet, is it? It's not happening. I thought it was gonna happen, I was away. Be done with. But nope. Oh oh the 39 people in the lorry in Essex. Right, I don't know I need to find the latest details that well. The last time I checked, yeah, the Northern Irish driver got nicked. Someone told me apparently only picked up the van half an hour before. And apparently he was seen when he opened to discover the bodies, he was seen like shaken, almost passed out, someone said. So I don't think he's the guy. Unless his acting skills are A1 Oscar worthy. I don't think they're his bodies. But yeah, 39 bodies, I think they're from China. I was um, reading about wh- why they come over. So they pay 30,000 a go. Each each person has to pay 30,000 to get over to the UK. When I first heard that, I was like, 30,000? Book a few flights. You're going to take a 30 grand uh, loan. Well, no, it's 30 grand to get transported. Um, and what is this? It's a loan. So it's a loan shark. So here's the deal, right? Say you want to go to the UK. I'm, I'm the loan shark, I, I, I'm the connect, here it goes. So I say to you, look, here's, you want to go to the UK? Brilliant. Here's 30 grand, this is how you get there. You have to pay all these people at these different checkpoints, and that's how you get there. Right? Boom. So, what I imagine is all these different people at these checkpoints you're paying are part of my organisation anyway. So I get my 30 grand back, and then when you get to the UK... You need to start paying me that 30 grand. Otherwise, I'm going to start doing the madness to your family. And that's how it works. And basically interviewing someone from this region in China, it's like Fujian region, but basically you get paid £200 uh, a month for for a job that's actually, you know, you've got some bit, a tiny bit of status and a bit of responsibility. They're like, let's go to the UK. You can earn two grand a month. Those that in their mind, you can earn a grand a month doing a job with zero responsibility. So for them, it's like no brainer. Let's get to the UK. Forgetting that, you know, getting a flight to Bulgaria and then driving in a lorry from Bulgaria to the UK with no food, nowhere to wee, nowhere to eat, nowhere to rest. Probably isn't the best travel conditions. And that's just what bastard these people traffickers are. 30 grand, again, you can just put them on a plane. 30 grand loan, here you go. Get in the van. Actually, you give me 30 grand, can I not just book a flight and then I'll, I'll still pay you back? Oh, this flight only cost me 600 pounds. Here you go, what? Here's most of your money. Uh, I'll give you the 600 in, in a few weeks, all right? I mean, that's how you speak in hindsight about it. But, in all seriousness, bloody horrific. People trafficking, man, still goes on. So it's, it's just nuts. I mean, whenever I watch a documentary about people trafficking, it's just... So, how do you fall into that? So, my great-uncle was a, was a people trafficker. And then my, my uncle, he, he was a bank robber. Uh, then, then my dad, he, he did fraud. 
And then my auntie, she she ran like she was like uh, she was like second command of the international drug cartel. Uh, then my mum, she was a nurse. So it's like I, I don't even know how you fall into people trafficking as a as a job. It's it's not like the same as dealing drugs, is it? Hey man, you're pretty good at uh, selling drugs. You want to sell people? What? What do you mean what? What did you just say? Now I heard you say that you wanted me to sell people? Nah. Nah, I never said that. Unless you would. What? See, I was imagine, I don't know how you breached that subject of do you want to get involved with some people trafficking? Uh, but, um, yeah, if that guy is innocent, the driver, I hope the common sense prevails, but from the outside it looks like that's what's happened, because it does seem like my man's driven from Bulgaria. But then that could happen. Oh, yeah. Could happen. Anyway, what am I talking about? Um, dr- drifting or in and out of subjects. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. I went to Subway, signed up for a dentist, which is bloody painful. I only found out, actually, go backtracking. So, I, I'm a privileged boy. On my first job, so I got dental cover as part of my uh, part of my benefits package. Therefore, I just used to roll into private dentists. They'll say, this is going to cost a grand. And I'm like, I don't care, I'm not paying. Bam. And they get paid for. So I'd always get like the craziest treatment. Then lost that benefit. And my teeth started going to shit. And that's why I need to find an NHS dentist. And when I was living in Wembley, found on there, boom, sorted. But then moves away from there, so I need to find a dentist. I can't just be rolling around without a dentist. And I tell you what, these these dentists, these dental places, these surgeries, these places of utter robbery. They uh, what they'll do is they say we accept both NHS and private patients. It's like brilliant. So you go and say little book now. You go to book now, it's like, all right, cool. I'm NHS, I'm entitled to this, I'm born in this country. You book an appointment. You book your appointment and uh, click on NHS appointments and boom, sorry, we don't have any appointments. So what about next month? No. Month after that, no. All right, let me flick it over to private. Do you an appointment now? What? Yeah, we've got all this time. We've got loads of time. Wait, you've got all this time. How about you see me as an NHS patient? No, sorry, we can't can't do that. Can't do that. But yeah, but what I found out is you could be signed up to more than one dentist. I thought it was like a GP. You have one and that's it. But no, dentist, you can sign up to as many as you want. So get one near your work, get one near your home, get one, you know, near the pub. In case you get a little scrap after a football game and someone punches you in the mouth, they're in my teeth. So don't worry dentist next door but um but i got signed up and on the way back from the dentist looking for something to eat i went to subway i'll tell you what all my subway sandwiches taste the same because um i put the same salad in I'm talking about um amending food actually i'll go back to this story about subway but i've been when i go to mcdonald's i always self-serve food because I like to add stuff to my burger. But for whatever reason, I'm embarrassed to ask someone face to face. I ordered them a ch- this, this guy. I ordered them a chicken sandwich, right? Really? Look, about to give you a cheat code. I shouldn't even tell you this. 
Okay, my chicken sandwich. Then I'll add cheese. Oh, pickle. Oh, mustard. Oh, and onions. Oh, mate. Add that to my chicken sandwich. Right touch. Proper naughty. It's sorted, lad. I'm telling you, geese. It's a right sandwich. It's a right proper sandwich, that. Which reminds me of another story. <laughs> There's another story about sandwiches. So, my mate, oh my mate, sorry to say his name, he knows who he is. He used to call, um, he used to call sandwiches, he's a white guy, he used to call sandwiches sambos. And uh, to be fair, he wasn't the first person I've heard to call this sandwich that, like now I've got to adult age, I've heard a few people call them that. But I remember telling him one day, he just said it. I was like, why, why do you call them sandboys? He's like, short for sandwich. Just, all he had in his head, I was like, it's, it's not a good word, mate. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, just a ham sandboy. Cheese and ham sandboy. I was like, mate, um, goes, just please Google sandboy. And he Googled it. He was mortified. He's like, why has no one pulled me up on this? <laughs> Because he's, I've been walking around saying this in public. No one's pulled me up with it. I was like, he's like, how long have you known? Like, ever since you first said it, I was like, ah. But um, but back to Subway. Subway Sambos. And I was in there and I was being served by someone clearly on training with their manager. And I'll tell you what. The, the, way, the way they talk to someone trading this first talk to someone trading it was appalling it was appalling you know I walked in with my usual offer my usual order it's like yeah have this sandwich please they're like foot long or six inch I'm like six inch not an animal who's eating a foot of food just don't have a look at yourself mate the amount of people I see eat like in Subway ordering a foot long it's never a foot long of like something light and salad either. After meatball marinara, foot long. It's like you're eating a foot of sandwich, mate. And you're like five, six as well, geezer. So you're always eating like twenty percent of your height in sandwich. Behave yourself. And they've got a gut that shows that they eat foot longs. I'm not being a snob. Right? I just think foot is an excessive amount of food. Foot long of anything. To be fair, they still have in between is that a pint of anything other than beer is strange. It's an excessive amount of liquid to drink. And it's, it's true. But anyway, the way she was talking to this trainee, uh, it's just it's just boiling her off, just like it's like so the order will come in and says, So what did you just hear? I go, yeah, go but I have a Foot long, a heart Italian, um, meatball marinara. And she literally turned to the train and said, What did you just hear? She goes, Um, she's like, Meatball marinara, foot, foot long, um, it, it, um, it's, no, it was hearty Italian, you dumb bitch. <laughs> no, she didn't add the dumb bitch. But is that, that was the venom in her voice. So, ah, go again. Try to listen to the orders, yeah? It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, she didn't hear it first time. Do you know what she could have done? Just ask the customer to repeat it. Just, I'm sorry, what, what was it you said again? 
me as a customer, I'm not gonna be like, ah, oh, this, what the fuck is this? I'm in Subway. You can't hear me order. It's like, it's relax. It's cool. We'll get through. We'll get through it. All right. But yeah, just like, I'm not gonna disrespect the woman's job, but she does have to remember she too is just a manager in Subway, so she shouldn't talk down. To everyone. I'm not talking, and that's not me looking down at, on Subway. It's me looking down on someone who's very arrogant in their job. Do it. Look, even in my day job, right? Yeah, I work in the office and it's a nice company, whatever. But the same way that someone talks down to me, it's like, mate, you work in the same place as me. You talk to me like I'm an idiot. You're just a higher paid idiot. That's all. All right? We're all here working late, making money that's not ours. And you're talking to me like I'm the idiot. You're the one who's taking phone calls on the weekend, mate. And you should be chilling with your family. And I'm the idiot. Shut your mouth. Anyway, that is almost the end of the podcast. Let's get a bit of Dear Deirdre going. And then um, we get out of here. So I want to go I want to go indoors and relax on my Sunday. Get ready for me. Ollie Bob's. Upload a few more. Um, upload a, another clip. From my um, one-man show, SXY. This one's going to be about holidays. Thought might as well, you know. Going on holiday, might as well share, share a clip. So let's see where it goes. Anyway, dear Deirdre. My wife and I had a threesome with an escort. And it was a major letdown. Did she focus on her a bit more? Let's see. My wife and I had a threesome with an escort. Which I thought was going to fulfil all my fantasies. It didn't. The women got more excited with each other than with me. It's definitely feeling disturbed. Oh, no. Um, my wife and I had discussed the idea of a threesome so many times, but never acted on it. Then a couple of weeks ago, we agreed to go ahead and arrange for an escort we found online to meet us at our hotel. Jeez. I'm 40. How do you have sex with an escort? I guess some escorts would offer bareback as a service, and a Premium package. It costs this much to have sex with me with a condom, but it costs much more to have sex with me and risky in an STD. So, which option do you want? <laughs> I'm like, hey, I want an STD risk for free. Um, anyway, then a couple of weeks ago, we agreed to go ahead and arrange for an escort. We found a line to meet at the hotel. I'm 40, my wife is, four, is 38, and we've been married for 12 years. Lovely. We have a little boy who was staying with his grand that night. Oh, such a surprise. Why don't you bring him along for the family outing? Um, the escort must have been in her early 20s. My wife wanted to back out at the last minute, saying she was too self-conscious to bear all to a stranger. But I persuaded her <laughs> it was worth living our fantasy to try it. We had a drink in the hotel bar with the girl first, really just to help my wife relax before going to the bedroom. They got undressed and into bed. I thought I'd start off getting aroused watching them, but they got so excited and into it, tried all kinds of positions and having orgasms, that I felt like a spare part and that I'd be intruding if I joined in. That's you then, you sucker fool. Nah, that's you. That's why you weren't prepared for your own fantasy. Because she's been booked. She's an escort, right? Not disrespecting her. She's had people pay to like shit on her chest. So whatever the client wants, the client gets. And you've booked her for a threesome. And what's happened is you're that guy who's not taking a shit on her chest now. She's laying there going, what, 
you've paid for this, so so what do you want to do? Wait a minute, I'm, wait a minute, sorry, I'm watching the madness going on in front of me. Oh, I'm parked in the wrong place. I thought I was seeing a full domestic going on. No one getting hurt, just someone screaming out at someone in the car. Nah, I think they're right. Anyway. Um, yeah, you've got to take that dump on the chest, mate. You're there. You've got her there. This is your fantasy. Go for it. But you've, you've bottled it, mate. So this isn't your wife's problem. Saying the escort's problem. This is yours so far. But I'll carry on. Let's see. Um, it was the first time my wife had sex with another woman. I was shocked at how enthusiastic she was. It was her fantasy too, mate. She was ready. Game time. It really seemed as if the two women fell for one another and I ended up feeling very left out. <laughs> my wife said afterwards that she only went ahead with it for my pleasure. <laughs> She's just keen. She's just a real team player. She doesn't agree the experience was really special for her, but I was there and saw how much she got out of it. I was hurt that my wife had a sexual encounter, which I was not a part of, but she does, does now seem to feel much sexier when we make love. I'm thinking that maybe repeating the experience, this time with me joining in, could give us closure. I'm still confused that my wife could enjoy a romp like that with a total stranger. Wait, with a total stranger, you met her, you didn't see her for 12 years, you met her when she was 26. Um, I'm not casting aspersions, but I'm thinking she may have had encounters with strangers. Just may have done. Um... Yeah, I'm still confused if my wife uh, could enjoy a romp like that with a total stranger. And with such enthusiasm, it's as if I've never really known her. My wife doesn't agree, however, and thinks that we should leave it in the past. Dudes, please leave it, because you weren't ready then. The next time, what are you going to do next time it happens, and she's all leg shaking in the air. And you're there eating a sandwich, because you didn't join in again. You just sat there crying. All your mates in the pub. Oh, Steve, how's the how's the threesome then? You was like, um, yeah, it's just amazing, mate. Uh, the girls seem to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, jeez, what's this one? My boy, hey, rough nights. My boyfriend lets his large dog sleep in our bed every night, and I hate it. Wait, so how can your boyfriend let his large dog sleep in our bed every night? It's either it's not your bed or it's your dog as well. And then if it's your dog, you tell the dog no. And then if it's not your bed, it's then, well, you can say I'm not sleeping in the bed anymore. There you go. Sorted. Everything is perfect now. I have moved in with my boyfriend except for his dog sleeping with us. Yeah, it's his bed. Um, it is a large Labrador Doberman cross and the bed is only a small double. The dog licks me in the night and even lies on top of me sometimes. Get the dog out of the fucking bed, man. I hardly ever get a good night's sleep. It's, it's, it's like having a large child with us. I am 24, my boyfriend's 25, and I love him, but the dog is dominating my life. He follows me, leans on me, and takes food from my plate. My boyfriend tells him off, but he doesn't listen. The dog has always been allowed to do as he pleases. At first, I thought it was because he is jealous I have moved in, but now I realise he has always been like this. Get the dog trained. That's it. Just get the dog trained. And just tell him, look, sort out your dog, man. Dog's going to be sleeping in our beds. 
I think everyone I know who's got a dog doesn't even let like the dog in their bedroom. And this isn't a race thing, white, black, Asian. They're like, no, just dog, stop it. Some people are more affectionate with their dogs. Brian will get a get a face lick from their dog. They'll like it. But um, there's still boundaries. I'm not sleeping in the bed. Anyway, um, let's see this next one. Let's see. Oh. Right, let's. One last one. Second thoughts. I'm horrified by. I'm horrified by the thought of starting family with my jealous fiance. Nothing I ever do is right for my fiance. All she does is moan and accuses me of being unfaithful. We see this all the time. Just leave. We went to Barstone and became separated because she was window shopping. I searched for her, but eventually gave up and went back to the hotel. She then accused me of getting off with the waitress where we'd had a meal the night before. How? How much skill would be required to do that? This even means that your woman is a psycho or she cheats herself and she's that good at it. It's nuts. If I got separated from Naomi for like an hour, I wouldn't think, nah, she banged someone in an hour, didn't she? Yeah, she did. I know. <laughs> it's like, how? How could this happen? Uh, she didn't accuse you of getting off a waitress where we had the meal the night before. Nothing could be further from the truth. When I went to stay with an old pal, she accused you of sleeping with his sister. I buy lovely things for her and her family and I give her money. But nothing is ever enough for her. We've been together for three years. Her nagging voice is starting to irritate me and I wish I could meet someone else. So, out where's the date? Where's the doubt? You, you, you're done. It's over. You want to meet someone else. She says she wants to start a family, although she's only 22 and I'm 25. The idea horrifies me. Mate, end it. Bloody end it. Get out before she stabs you in the chest with a pair of scissors. All right? So, yeah, just leave it. Anyway, um, that is the end of the pod. 38 minutes. That's done. So, like I said, everyone who listens, please go check out Essex White on YouTube if uh, if you haven't already watched it or you wasn't already there. If you was there, go share it. Share it. Oh, hey, he's got his hour out. It's free. It's free. Go watch it. All right, that's the end of the pod. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to have some tea and cake. Maybe eat some sprats. Who knows? It's Sunday. And it's fun day because I am going away on Monday. Peace.